I only get paid when I win. They fired her and then she sued Starbucks and then she got the $2.3 million. So that's how we, we got there. Everyone who's who's here for court, they from my neighborhood. Yeah. Like I, I know some of these people. Yeah. I don't want to do this, I want to help. What's the protocol right now on getting the accident today? Boom. It has to work or it has to work. All right, welcome to an episode of Circle of Greatness. Uh, I'm excited about this episode, man. I'm actually bringing in a long childhood friend. We've been together a long time. And I'm just excited to really to see him grow. And I just want to talk about one, he get to actually share like really Nehemiah, like right, like all of these different things. But then we also go and jump into uh personal injury, like amazing personal injury attorney, literally getting people uh, amazing results case wise, right? And I just would love to hear more about that and just for y'all to just hear a story, man, because I think it's powerful just to see where we come from, West Philly. And now to be able to live out the life that we choose is powerful. So without further ado, I'm introduce Derek. What up, Doc? Mm -hmm. Hey, thanks I'm, I'm gonna get y'all the real Neo today. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> hey, wait, what, what's my name? It wasn't Neo, right? Uh, we call we call him Nee. So sometimes y'all might see hear me say Nee. They'd be like, "What are you talking about?" Yeah, nah, right. I don't know where this Neo came from. Right. Hey, we know him as Nee. <laughs> oh man. So first of all, congrats, man. You a you attorney, man. I remember. When we was just playing ball, and I thought you was going to NBA. You had a J. You had a little shot. I'm still nice with it now. Oh, don't get it twisted. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. It, I mean, it, it's been a long journey. It's been a rough journey. Yeah. Uh, you know, as a kid, of course, we all play sports. Yeah. We all thought we was going to the league. You, know, you thought you was going to the league. I thought I was going to the league. And as you get older, you start to realize, like, all right, he might not make it to the league. So that at that point, I had to, you know, pivot. And I want to say though, at the time, it wasn't a lawyer. You wanted to be criminal. Was it ATF or FBI? Right. So when I initially enrolled for college at the University of Maryland Eastern Shore, I enrolled for criminal justice because I thought I was going to do something in law enforcement. Yeah. I said, okay, I'll be a DEA agent, FBI agent, something like that. But um, my last year of college, I actually did an internship with a criminal defense attorney, and it kind of just changed my mind. What, what was the, the the deciding factor? Did they say something? Did you see something? You know, so, I, so I went in here. It was a criminal defense attorney, and I went in there, and... I saw, I was like, you know what? This is just me, me wanting to help people. I saw everyone who was there for court on trial, yeah. you know, defending their case, it looked like me. Yeah. And everyone they were going against or everyone who was prosecuting them, police, you know, was of another race. And I'm like, damn, you know, I like everyone who's, who's here for court, they from my neighborhood. Yeah. Like I, I know some of these people. Yeah. I don't want to do this. I want to help yeah. instead of like put them away. Yeah, that's good. But you, you kind of went to a whole nother, like you didn't even do no criminal stuff. You a personal injury attorney. I, 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 did, I did criminal for about six months. Yeah. What made you uh, stop the criminal? Um, I, 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 well, I, I kind of picked up the personal injury just, okay. just by right. learning it. I, okay. Yeah, I, I just learned it. You were it. at Allstate, right? Or tell me just the journey of now you're running your own firm, doing an amazing job with it. But I want to say you were working at another insurance company, did you kind of learn on the job? Or no, so so my journey was, I, I first got out of law school, um, passed the bar, and I was working for a personal injury firm when I passed the bar, mm, okay. right? So I was kind of learning that, and then they wouldn't hire me. I, t I told the owner phone, I said, yo, like, you So know, you was interning? No, I was, I was, I was working, I was okay. an employee. They didn't hire me as an attorney. Got it. I went to oh, the, you was an employee? I was an employee. I went to the owner of the firm. I'm saying, yo, I just passed the bar. I'm licensed as an attorney. Can you give me a, a, a different position? I wasn't even asking for any more pay. I just wanted to just just learn, mm. you know, just how to become an attorney. Right. He said, I don't have time to train you. Yeah. My next attorney is such and such. So 
you know, basically like, no. Nah. So I stayed there for a little bit longer. I said, okay, cool. I'm going to remain a professional. Stayed there for a little bit longer. After that, I said, you know what? I got to go. I left. I said, you know, I'm just going to do criminal defense. I jumped out there. Just I had no plan. You know, they say you, you, yeah. you, 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 um, you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Yeah. I had no plan. Yeah. I did. I just jumped out there. They I also just, say uh, jump out the plane or basically you build the plane on your way down or something. That's yeah. basically what you was doing. So I, I, I jumped out there, no parachute, just yeah. got some business cards, just thinking I was going to get clients. That did, It didn't work. Yeah. I had to go back to the drawing board. And then when I went back to the drawing board, I got a job with another personal injury firm, but as an attorney. Yeah. So now I'm with this other personal injury firm as a big, big, big firm in Philadelphia. I learned a lot. Yeah, when I say I learned a lot, yep. I learned a lot and I got a ton of experience. I'm talking about, I'm in court every single day yep. fighting for clients, getting a, got a ton of experience, got a ton of experience. But what it, I, I saw when I took a step back, I saw it and I'm like, I'm, this is not the right way to be an attorney. Because it was it was so high volume and everything was just on the go, on the go, on the go. Instead of actually taking your time to sit down and understand your client's case and understand yeah. the pain that they're going Excellent through. Excellent care. And, right. It was just it was just go, 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 go. Turn and burn, turn and burn, turn and burn. I said, no, nah, this is not the way for me to practice. That's when I left and I switched to the defense side and with an insurance defense. And what I learned with the insurance defense actually was actually how to run a firm. I know it sounds crazy because I'm a plaintiff attorney now, like, you know, I, I, I sue the insurance companies, but I actually learned how to become a firm from the defense side because the defense side, they have all the resources. They're, why do you think insurance companies make billions of dollars? Right. They already have the structure. They have the, the whole system set up from the beginning to the end. So I, I took what I learned from that insurance company and I just implemented it to my own firm. And that's how I got here now. Yeah, now now Patterson Injury Lawyers. Listen, Patterson Injury Lawyers, get the pill. Yeah. And I don't give legal advice, so I make that check nice. Yeah, and it's dope. <laughs> you in Atlanta, you in all these, now you expanded all these different cities, bro. I, I, I got to expand. I, I I feel as though, I mean, you you, you put me on to that. And, you know, you you kind of opened my mind to getting licensed in Georgia because I was just cool with just being here in Pennsylvania. you like, no, D, like, why don't you get your license in Georgia? I'm like, damn, I ain't never even think about that. So now I'm advertising and not only... Pennsylvania, I'm advertising down in Georgia. You, you got Atlanta. a few other uh, pending few, now as few, well. Few, few more states that I'm working on: Jersey, New York, Maryland. Just I'm just I'm, I'm gonna hit the whole East Coast, man. That's good, bro. I'm I'm proud of that. Patterson so. Injury Lawyers coming to a city near you. That's a fact. Listen, y'all better get it, man. Not only give legal advice, but make the check, man. I went through an incident the other day. I called you like, man, I'm re I don't normally sue people, but I almost had to, bro. Yeah, uh, this is y'all. Uh, Neil called me up. He said, man. I just busted my knee. I said, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. I said, man, you know, I was, I was, I was walking up to the building and a dog came out and it just started chasing me yeah. and I fell. And I'm yeah. like, dog, are you a kid? Yeah. <laughs> Bro, that dog started coming so fast. I just tried to jump the fence. Boom. I said, yeah, I ain't right. That's why I don't run from nobody. I'm, yeah. I'm trying to be cool. Yeah. 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 But if that dog would have bit you, I would have got you though. Yeah. Hey, listen, listen. So one of the things I want to say is one thing that I've known, I'm, I know a bunch of people who you settle cases with and just are you helping Uber drivers, you're helping all these different people, um, dog bites, car accidents, mild practices and all these. But what I realized for me, D, is like we are so undereducated mm -hmm. on the process where I just saw this so crazy. And I don't, I don't know what this is called, but I just saw these young men. We're at Starbucks, mm -hmm. and I don't know. It was some sort of discrimination or something. So let me let me let me let me let me talk about that because I was just talking to a colleague of mine yeah. about that, and I said, "Man, did you hear about the?" Because because actually, the the general manager for Starbucks she got fired. 
Yep. And then she just won a settlement for two point three million dollars, mm. right? So let me just just quickly break I down. I saw something for eighteen million. That was two point three. Two point three for just just for that that okay. general manager. Okay. So they were she. So the the policy there was a policy with Starbucks where, um, you can't just hang out there. You have to actually buy something, buy a water, a banana, a, a banana nut bread muffin, something like that. So these young men they were just sitting in there. They weren't purchasing anything. So the employee was actually enforcing the policy, saying, "Hey." You guys, you know, if you're going to be in here, you have to at least purchase something. Well, the employee could have just said, hey, can you, know, can you guys at least just buy a water if you're going to be in there? They refused. She was enforcing policy. Hey, call the, call the police. They got arrested. So at this time, you know, this was like COVID time, George Floyd, all that stuff. And Starbucks was getting a lot of heat for discrimination. But actually, the employee was just enforcing the policy. So what Starbucks was doing, they were pretty much, they were going around and, and just seeing, you know, all the general managers were going around. And this general manager right here, she got fired. She's having to just be a Caucasian lady, but really, and and I'm sorry, y'all. Being to be honest, the young lady who who called the police on those young men, she was just enforcing the policy of Starbucks. That's all. It just so happened to just blow up. So one of the general managers actually got fired because she was just fighting for her employees, saying, "Hey, she was just enforcing policy." They they fired her, and then she sued Starbucks, and then she got the 2.3 million dollars. So that's how we we got there. Hey, you're looking at this, and you're probably enjoying this episode and the strategies and the gems that I give you. This is just a fraction of what you learn in my mastermind, right? I would love for you to be able to learn more information on how he's able to help Carter Cofield make a million dollars in one single day, how he's able to help Rochelle Parks make over $500,000 in a day, learn how he's able to help Tevin grow his Instagram following from 70,000 followers to upwards to 200,000 followers within two months. And again, those results are not typical, let me be very clear, but they are possible for those who are willing to put work in, energy, and effort. If you're looking at this video right now, I want you to go to the website mastermindwithneo.com so you can apply to see if you're a good fit for a mastermind. This is specifically for someone looking to grow their digital business, right? Even though, y'all probably even know David Shan, Sleepers for Suckers, he's inside of my mastermind. You probably know Sonya, the student loan doctor, he's inside of my mastermind. You probably know Darius Daniels, he's inside of my mastermind. Those are just a few more people who are absolutely crushing it as a result of being inside of the community. So listen, if you're looking at this, right, and you're probably looking at the episode like, man, you're dropping so much gems but can you imagine how many gyms you'll get when you're actually inside of the environment, when you're tapped into the community? What I want you guys to go to right now is mastermindwithneo.com so you do not miss out on your opportunity to get tapped in. You will have to apply, you will have to get on the call, and hopefully you make the cut to be a part of what we got going on. I'll see you on the inside. Let's get back to the episode. On that one, so that was, I know a lot of people think, oh, the Starbucks being racist, but she's really just enforcing the policy, y'all. And I mean, we, we can't get emotional with this stuff. Like the law is the law, rules are rules. We cannot always get so tied up in emotions, y'all. I still to this day don't know the difference between some terms. I want you to break down some different stuff for me. I want to know what like limited tour is, full tour. I want to know what to do if I get in the accident. Cause I feel like we're under like, what do I do when I get that? Do I sue? What if I get in an accident with a friend? Do I sue the insurance? Cause like just. So then uh, let's talk about a few of them yeah. things. Cause I don't think people have a clue. They don't know what to do. So I'm trying to educate them on, yo, something happened to me. If I'm in a car with a friend, we driving, I'm in his car, we get in the accident. What do I do? And I'm hurt. So let me, so this, and I, I, I ain't gonna lie. Y'all, I love passengers in vehicles. I do because the passengers have no liability. Mm. When I say no liability, you, you can't say that they were at fault for the accident because they're just innocent passengers sitting right. back. So if you're a passenger in an accident, you potentially can have 
two people, two insurance companies that you're suing. You got the driver of your vehicle mm -hmm. and you got the driver of the other vehicle. Now, a lot of people, they be like, well, I don't want to sue my friend or I don't want to sue my cousin or I don't want to sue my family member. And what I explain to them is, listen, you have to name them as a possible defendant because if you don't, just say you don't name them, we go to court and the court finds that the driver of your car was at fault and they weren't named in the, in the, in the lawsuit, you're not going to recover mm -hmm. because they, they were found to be at fault, but you didn't want to name them in the lawsuit. So I, I try to tell them all the time, listen, we're going to have to name them. If, if, if it's found that they're not at fault, then it'll drop off and we'll just find, they'll just find in favor of you against what the driver. What if they are at fault? If your driver's at fault? Yeah. If your driver's at fault, we already named them in a lawsuit. Okay. You know what I'm meaning, saying? Meaning I'm riding with, 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 with Lean. He is at fault. I'm the passenger, bro. Right. You said name. We, 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 we suing Lean's insurance company. Got it. Okay. And we're suing... The, the other drivers, we're going after the other drivers insurance well, company as well. Isn't my man going to be mad because I'm suing his insurance company, so his insurance is going to go up. And, 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 this is, and this is what I tell a lot of my passion before I sign them up. I say, listen, we're going to have to go. We're going to have to file a claim against the driver of your vehicle. Mm -hmm. If it's your, your, your friend, your sister, your cousin, we have to file against them and we have to file against the driver of the other. Do, are you okay with us bringing a claim against? And if they say no, then I can't represent you because... If, if they find a driver of your vehicle at fault, uh, you know, and you didn't bring them in the claim, mm -hmm. you, you're not going to you're not going to get any results. OK, what's the protocol right now? Getting the accident today. Boom. Not not for me. Somebody. They just got an accident. Crash. Just, what is the protocol? Am I still calling to get a police report? Because I hear I don't know if that. What is the protocol? right? So now? protocol right now, as soon as you get involved in an accident, you want to document you want to document while you're at the scene. Yeah. Every, everybody has a cell phone. Pull your cell phone out. Yep. You want to document the, the, the area, the way you want to get the, the, the street intersection, whatever street you're on, see if any tire marks on the ground, you want to get any debris that's on the ground. Because a lot of times people don't realize those tire marks and those debris, that can help kind of determine liability because you might see how fast the person's going. You can see what part of the vehicles you know, came in contact with yep. each other. And then you also want to speak to the driver of the other car and get all their information. Where a lot of people mess up at. They're like, oh, yeah, I got the information. I, I took a picture of their of their insurance card. Okay, you took a picture of the insurance card. The person who's on that insurance card is the owner of the vehicle. So I'll say, okay, Harry Jones. I say, well, was Harry Jones driving the vehicle? They're like, no, it was some, like, little 20-year-old girl. I said, well, does it, does it look like this girl's name was Harry Jones? They're like, no, like, did you get the driver of the vehicle's um, information? Did you take a picture of their driver? They're like, no, I didn't. Because we need to know. Everyone who who's, can be a possible, we always talk about possible defendants. Yeah. We want the owner of the vehicle because it's more likely their insurance. Mm -hmm. And we want the driver because the driver is at fault. Yeah. So make sure to always get everyone who's involved information there. Registration and insurance card. You want to document it. And then after you after you leave the scene, if, if you drive away from the scene or if the tow truck comes, you want to go get seek medical attention. Immediate medical attention. If it's not an emergency. Uh, even if it's not, even if it ain't emergency. Like I got bit by the dog, still seek it. You need to doc all. Not bit by the dog, you bust my You need to purple. document all your injuries. Got it. As soon as you leave that scene, go to the emergency room, go to an urgent care. Now now we're starting the process. What answer do I drop? Well, if, if, you, if, you, if you're seriously, seriously injured, and the ambulance needs to take you, then the ambulance automatically will take you to the emergency room. Got it. But if you got to drive yourself, you go to the emergency room or ER, that way that starts the process of documenting your injuries. What do I let happen to my car? I let the tow company take it um, back to new. If you want to take it back to new so they can make so you can bring it back to new, then bring it, take it to back to new. Uh, but if you know, the tow truck can take it or you can just drive away, but you got to get your, your, your injuries documented. And then after that, 
You look, you if you want to call an attorney, you, I suggest you call an attorney because then the insurance companies will face the. As soon as you start opening them claims, them insurance companies calling because mm -hmm. a, a lot of the short time with the insurance companies who are at fault, they're trying to make quick settlements. Yeah, they, they call so, so their their goal is to call you to, before a litigator, someone like Patterson Injury Lawyers, mm -hmm. get to it. Yep. Because you're going to go get them the highest amount of money they can. I'm going to try to get them the maximum amount we can possibly get on that case. Yeah. But when the insurance company, they're going to try to intervene. Mm -hmm. That insurance company is going to give you a call. Hey, uh, Mr. Davis, you know, I see, I see you were involved in an accident. You know, my, my insurer, they, you know, we deem my insurer to be, you know, fully at fault for this one. You know, we, we want to settle your case right now for 500 bucks. Yeah. 500 bucks. Yeah. If, if they call you on the settle case for 500 bucks, it's worth me way more than that. It's so crazy. You said so. It's had nothing to do with uh, car accidents, but you know, the tree hit the house. We had somebody come out and give us an estimate, 100,000. Bro, you know they offered this eighteen thousand dollars though to fix the whole. It's to a fix your whole house. Seven million dollar crib. Come on, man. Eighteen thousand dollars. That ain't gonna fix the garage, bro. Exactly. I'm like you. I'm like yo. Listen, the insurance company. And they came the out with an adjust adjuster. I'm like yo, you gonna play me like that? Them adjusters, they devalue the case so. So we bad. ended up getting the hundred and thirteen, but I realized that they gonna try to play you, and if you don't have the right person in your corner. I would have took that. I would have took that. Let me let me tell you this one. This way, I, I feel I felt so bad for this boy here. Right, he called me. Said, "Yo, I got in an accident. Um, he they weren't they weren't at fault. The driver of the other cars at fault. I think the, the other drive the driver of the other car ran a stop sign. They didn't have a, a stop sign in their direction. Boom. I represented the passenger and I represented the driver in this one. So the driver goes through therapy and everything like that. Six to eight months later, he, okay, it's time for us to try to settle this case." I sent a demand to the insurance company, right? The adjuster calls me and said, hey, um, you know, Mr. Such and Such already settled his case back in January. I said, what you mean? Like, we've been going through this the whole time. She's like, no, I got, I got the release right here. I said, send me the release. She sent me the release. It was his signature and everything. You know how much he settled, you know how much he settled the case for back in January, about two days after the accident? $250. Wow. They was excited to get that off the And books. you know what's, you know what's funny? Yeah. When I, when I spoke to her after I first sent the demand, she just gave me some bullcrap initial offer of $500. Mm. But y'all offered him $250 back then, but you come to me with an offer, so you know the case is worth more than that. Wow. And he set up a 200, and I'm, I said, listen, there's nothing I can do. Like, here you go, you sign the release. No, 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 that was, that was for the property, that was for the, no, the property damage, they gave you 4,000 for property damage. And they gave you only $250 for your bodily injuries? So that's why I tell people, make sure you contact an attorney before you start talking to these insurance companies because they will swindle you. They'll pull a move, pull a fast one on you, and you, you stop. Let people know because I think this is also important. I, I assume that you're not charging the upfront free. You only, you're, you're, the law firm only makes money if the client settles a case, correct? I only get paid when I win. Right. That's the only way I get paid. Yeah. It's so they should, why wouldn't you call an attorney? It don't cost you nothing. Cost you no, nothing. I mean, so if an attorney is trying to charge you up front, something ain't right. Only for personal injury cases. That's wrong. Yeah, personal injury, personal personal injury cases. Yeah, okay. It's on a contingency fee base, meaning I get paid yeah. contingent upon me winning for you. Got it. Okay. Any costs associated with the case, me as the attorney, I I put those for, I put those fees up, up front, yep. and then I'll collect them on the back yeah, give, end. Give them the number because I just want, just say the number, just if they got a call now, just because I know y'all can at least assess a case because somebody right now just went through a case or went through a case a year ago and don't know if they, so give them a number if you real quick. Call me now for a free case evaluation. 
215-383-9959. I'm attorney Derek Patterson here at Patterson Injury Lawyers. Again, 215-383-9959. That's good. So, so, all right. So we're learning about, we know what, we, we know what happened if you get in the accident. We know, of course, immediately call. Um, you just said something that kind of let me let me jump into the limited tour full tour now. Okay, talk about let me it. jump into that. Now, I still don't know what let me let me jump into that. Me. So, client calls me. I'll I'll say hey, you know, do you have your deck your declarations page, your deck page or whatever, and I'll go through the deck. I'll go through the deck page just to see if they're limited tour or full tour, right? So, limited tour means by law you're only supposed to recover for your medical bills. So, if you get involved in an accident. Say you go to, I don't know, Davis, Cairo, and you go to Delaware County, open MRI, and you know all your bills weren't paid, and you have about $3,000 left in medical bills. By law, limited tour, you're only supposed to get, you're only supposed to get the $3,000 back, and that's it. Now, we, we can, you can become full tort. You can become full tort if you can show that there's a serious impairment of a bodily function, right? Like, you know, you had injections, or you, you know, you got a lot of back pain, something like that. Now, with full tort, you can select full tort on your auto insurance policy. And with full tort by law, you can collect your medical bills as well as pain and suffering. So pain and suffering is what we like to call non-economic damages. Limited tort is basically your economic damages, such as your, your medical bills, wage loss, liens, things of that nature. So, yeah, that's... Uh, people need to know. Like They don't know. A lot of people don't know. And what a lot of people say, let's say, hey, do you have limited tort or full tort? Oh, I have full coverage. I said, no, no, no. Full coverage is on the, the vehicle itself. It's, it's just for the vehicle. Full tort and limited tort is bodily injury, bodily injury coverage. So full coverage is just on the vehicle. Tort, it has to deal with your bodily injury. All right, so, it's you, so you're a passenger in an Uber or Lyft, and um, you get in an accident, Uber and Lyft, I mean, as far as their, their med pay, which we call personal injury protection med pay, which is Uber, Uber and Lyft's gonna pay for your medical bills um, and Pennsylvania's up to twenty five, up to twenty five thousand in in medical bills. They're going to pay for that, right? If you and then I'll and then along with that, you can also get your pain and suffering. You're in a commercial vehicle, so that's what I'm saying. That's why I, I, them Uber and Lyft accidents. You, I mean, it's it, it, it's 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 a, it's a we say it's a good zone to be. It's not good to be in an accident, yeah. but if you are Uber or Lyft, you it's going to be some pretty good coverage there. Yeah. Now, if you're a driver in an Uber or Lyft, you got good coverages too. But it depends on where you are as far as if you're on the app. Yep. It's a diff if you're on the app, going to go pick up a ride, that's a different. On the app, picking up a ride, or if you have a ride, that's a different coverage. Yeah. If you're just on the app waiting for a ride, that's a different coverage. If you just if you just just opened up the app, or if you're not on the app, you don't you don't have no coverage. If you're not on that Uber app at the time, you don't have no coverage. All these might say, listen, I'm I'm working for Uber right now, but if you're not on the app, you're not on coverage. And if you don't have no coverage, your personal auto insurance applies. So whatever auto po auto policy you choose while you're not on the app, then that, that, that applies. Yo, I've had the privilege to help hundreds and hundreds of people all around the world open up their own profitable event spaces utilizing my signature formula. Number one, how to find a space. Number two, how to fund the space and how to automate the space. I've been in Atlanta, Georgia now living for two years. My spaces are still in Philadelphia operating, doing extremely well because we use the same exact formula that I break down, right? If you're interested in learning how we can help you, I want you to go to eventspacesecrets.com, watch a training or book a call with our team to see if you are a good fit. Again, this is for you specifically if you're looking for other ways to leverage your money and turn that into other streams of income, right? I don't believe there's a better
your time than right now for you to get tapped into the information in a game that can help you. So again, go to eventspacesecrets.com, watch the training or book a call with our team to see if you're a good fit for this opportunity. Let's go. That's good. See, it's it's a lot to really understand. It's a lot, it's a lot, it's a lot to take in. People just think us as attorneys, like, oh man, y'all just making no, like we gotta learn this stuff so we can, I mean. I need I need to know it so I can advocate for my clients, but I need to know so I can educate people as well because we a lot of people don't know this. You know, a lot of attorneys, you know, a lot of of course we like to advertise, say, call me, call me, call me, but sometimes people just need to be educated on what's going on. And that's why I wanted to do this because I know if and I, I'm somewhat educated, right? What, what what I do, but it's like I don't know nothing about what to do first. Like like literally, I called you immediately, right? Because all I thought was. Now, not only do I give legal advice, but I make the check. And I almost got bit by the dog. Yo, I, I don't like the, you don't say it right, bro. You don't say it right. It's I don't only give legal advice. I make that check nice. You put too many words in there. Like you gotta clean that up. Okay, gotta, gotta get it right. Okay. You gotta clean that up. All right. But no, I just I, I really want people to just really get our platform is about really educating people so you make the right decision. I don't want you to be the client that accepts two fifty or five hundred when it should have been more, right? Because yeah. I, I just don't want that. What's some other things that are just important for the consumers to know that you want them to understand? Um, I want you to understand how important it is to attend your doctor's visits as recommended. Like that is that is key because if you don't attend your doctor's visit as recommended, the insurance companies will take they will take that and run with it. They're gonna say, hey, you know, you had a gap, you had a gap in treatment here. You must not have been as hurt as you as you say you were, or you didn't go for your MRI, so we don't have this diagnostic test to really, you know, go off, go based off what injuries you say you have. Um, I just I just always drill into people, please, please, please. That's why a lot of attorneys drop people's cases because they don't they don't go to therapy. It's not even that you didn't have a good case, but a lot of attorneys they they just drop the case because they like, listen, you you didn't go to therapy. I can't get you the full value for your case if you don't go to therapy. You know, so. so just as you being a good attorney, they also need to be a good client. You, you got to listen. Yes, you got to be a good client, please. Yes. That's, important. That's important. Man, so I just really wanted you to come over here and just really share. Just it's, I mean, it's about time you brought me on this damn thing. Like, God damn, like, shit, he finally brought me on, y'all. <laughs> it's about hey, time. I know, man. What are you thinking about, like, we came far, man. When people see, like, we came yo, let me let me tell y'all when I first met him, yeah. <laughs> so we at the playground. We at uh, we had Papa's playground, sixty eight, sixty eight. Papa's Papa's. We was at Papa's. We had Papa's playground, sixty eight in Lebanon. And this is when the Iversons was out. This was the second Iversons. Once we, if you, you tied it, the uh, the shoes tightened up, the Reebok sign across. So we had Papa's playground. We like eleven years old. We play at Papa's playground. So he had did something, and I seen the bottom of his shoe. And it was blue. So I tapped my man. I said, yo, boy, why the bottom of all Iversons is blue? This boy had ran, he had dogged his sneak so bad the sole came off and the blue was just a cushion from inside, inside his sneak. I'm like, yo, like why? He like, he this dude was just rough. He was just rough, 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 just rough on all his sneaks, everything he did. But listen, I say that to say this. How he was back then, how he was just always moving around and always in anything, like it's translated now to him being an adult. And how it's translated him to be in a business, that's why he's successful because this dude don't sit down. He's nonstop going and going and going and going. Right. Like I tell him all the time, I say, I say, yo, did you, I say, yo, did you have ADD or something when we was younger? He said, I don't know, I was never diagnosed with it. I said, but listen, however you were as a kid, now that it's now that you're an adult, it's it's helped you 
become this successful business person. So, I mean, listen, hats off to you, man. What you think about uh, this evening? Because I want people, sometimes they see the success, but they don't see. I've been the full-time entrepreneur oh. 15 years. I used to hire y'all to help me do. So, so remember the, uh, so, the truck? And, and, I, and I don't mean, I, I know, man, we homies, so, you know, we, we talk about childhood. I don't, you know, but so his first, what was the, what was the first business you had? The fruit truck. I don't think it was the, was the bubblegum boy? Yeah, it might have been both. Uh, yeah, fruit truck, bubblegum boy, no, whatever it was. So he had, he had a fruit truck. Uh, in the wintertime, he had like a little heater in the fruit. He said, oh, yeah, I can't oh, let my fruit, I can't let my fruit freeze. freeze. Yeah, like, dude, was, he would go to like two in the morning, make sure make sure the heater's still on. Yeah. Like, I mean, he would try to sell a little fruit. His grandma cut up oh, a bunch of fruit, sell fruit yeah. salads. And he did, he did, he had a, a moving, moving company, moving business. He had us drive this box truck. It was a three gear box truck. And we would like haul furniture. It was a big, it was like, we called it the milk truck. And listen, this dude has been, look, don't look at all, all the glitz and glamour y'all see now, man, because listen, ever since 07, yeah, 07, he been grinding, he been giving back to the community too. This is, this is not nothing new that came with the success. I remember his first Thanksgiving give back was back in 07, and I rode around with him, and he had a, a black van, it was like an old ambulance, and he went around to different families in the neighborhood and was giving them food for Thanksgiving. So this this is not nothing new, like he, he's been giving back. He's been on his way to being this, this great, successful entrepreneur. You know, I, I just tip my hat. You know, I'm just, I'm, I'm glad to have him as a friend, man. Yeah, and I, I feel good that we went in together, man. Like we went in together, two different lanes, you legal lawyer killing it. And I I commend you because it, I could never uh, finish school. Like you come out pass a bar. I'm lucky to get a bachelor. So it just, <laughs> But no, I'm proud of you, man. Just really what you're doing and uh, just crushing, man. Let the clients know if they ever in an accident, uh, how they can reach out, give them the number to answer so whatever if, you got. If you're ever involved in an accident or even if you need a consultation regarding your accident, don't hesitate to get the pill. Patterson Injury Lawyers, 215-383-9959. Bro, thank you for coming Appreciate here, y'all. Really quick, I just got to say it, y'all, man. When I say a lawyer that fights for you, when I say a lawyer that's going to do the work to really get you the most amount that you possibly can get for your pain and sufferings, don't look anywhere else. Even if you don't know if it's a case, you call them again. Tell them the number one more time. 215-383-9959. I not only give legal advice, I make that check nice. Let's go. Y'all, we'll see you on the next episode. Peace. Peace.